Welcome to this episode of Bob Cooney's VR Deep Dive Podcast. In this series, Bob connects you with some of the leading innovators and thinkers in location-based VR. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Bob Cooney here. You already know that is my expectation. So yeah, welcome to what I think is episode 24 of the weekly deep dive, which a bit amazed by. And this week, a really interesting kind of last minute guest too, because I had a little bit of a hole in the schedule. I was a little slow booking up the summer, at least summer in the Northern Hemisphere. It's winter down here in Australia. And Andre had just launched their new product and I've been watching it for a couple of years. And I'm like, hey, dude, this is really interesting. Can you jam into a deep dive? And he's like, yeah. So Andre, welcome. Really pleased to have you here. Okay, so uh, hi, Bob. And um, first of all, thank you for uh, your uh, invitation uh, to join uh, this series. So, and uh, I'm Andre from uh, Angel Latency. And uh, as uh, Bob mentioned, we just uh, launched our tracking system. So, it's positional tracking system for VR and uh, especially for location based entertainment uh, VR. And uh, I joined uh, uh, Bob to make a, a conversation uh, tonight. So I'm in Moscow now, and uh, actually it's uh, already uh, 10 p.m. So uh, <laughs> good evening. So it's uh, very active for us. It's really interesting. You know, VR is such a close community and a global community. And and there's so much going on in Russia that, that it fascinates me. And I was interviewing Dima from Neurogaming a few weeks ago. And and just asking him why he thought there was so much happening in the VR space in Russia. What's your take on that? Why is there so much innovation coming out of your country? So actually, I think that uh, uh, here in Russia, we like innovative solutions. And uh, we will take a look at uh, the different VR locations that we have here in Russia. Uh, so almost uh, every location uh, has its own technology. It's not uh, all about that uh, uh, there is a one stop that is installed on uh, every location, but it was uh, launched like a technology, uh, technology company that uh, created its uh, own VR system. Yeah, and uh, uh, and they opened location based on the same location, but based on this technology. Yeah, it's and, interesting. So everybody builds their own stuff and opens it rather than buying somebody else's stuff and opening it. And like, so, you know, look, I've worked with a bunch of Russian companies now and I find them fascinating and I, I love working with the people. Like there's a real directness and spunk and, and kind of, you know, a little bit of a fuck you attitude, right, in that. And how much of that plays into people just, you know, is there collaboration inside of Russia? Are companies collaborating or does it like feel super competitive? So we uh, collaborate uh, inside uh, Russia. Of course, uh, if uh, you have one city and uh, you have uh, uh, several locations uh, inside one city, you will uh, compete. But uh, if we're discussing uh, the uh, position of uh, these companies on, on a worldwide uh, uh, arena, so they are all uh, collaborate. And uh, if you yeah. come to uh, any VR event in, uh, in U uh, USA, in uh, Europe, you will... Uh, meet uh, uh, a lot of companies from Russia, and uh, yeah. we uh, we meet a lot of uh, our, uh, our companies that we collaborate here in Russia. Yeah, interesting. So the, the other thing I want to ask you about: so I saw you guys for the first time at the now defunct VR LA conference. I think it was two years ago, 
And I think I saw you the first time three years ago and you had a booth there. And, and last year or two years ago, you had a, two summers ago, I think, or you had a, a fairly big setup and you were doing live demos of a free roam VR system and, but still single player. And I was really dubious about, you know, it's easy to do a single player free roam demo. Like anybody can do that. I saw the possibility of what you were doing and we're going to talk about the solution here in a minute, but like it's totally possibly disruptive. And, you know, what brought you to the idea of creating, like there's so many tracking systems in the market, right? I mean, there's more than I could even mention in an hour long show. What made you want to design your, a new tracking system? Like what was your thinking behind the starting of the company and the, and launching into a whole new tracking system? Yeah, so uh, actually we're working with uh, tracking systems uh, for more than uh, seven years. So we have a, a company of engineers who have uh, a very deep knowledge in uh, computer vision and in uh, tracking algorithms. So we, uh, we have uh, developed our first tracking system in uh, 2011, 2012, and it was... Um, uh, outside in uh, tracking system with uh, four cameras and uh, with the uh, markers on the 3D glasses that we tracked. So it was a company called uh, Nettle and uh, its product is a Nettle box. It's a holographic screen uh, with uh, four cameras uh, in the uh, corners and uh, user uh, in 3D glasses will walk around the table and, uh, and saw the uh, hologram from uh, any angle, from any viewpoint. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, so we started our current uh, company, uh, Intelligence, in, in uh, 2016. And uh, we used all our competences that we uh, had. And we uh, made the new technology completely different. So it was uh, so initially we had uh, outside in tracking system, but we made it uh, in, inside out. So it's uh, only the team and <clears throat> and only the competence is the same, but uh, the tracking system is quite different. And yeah. uh, we used our inside-out approach when we designed a very, very small tracking module that you can put on any object you need to track and uh, just have a, a very sim simple markers in the environment. And yeah. uh, uh, so it's not just uh, an uh, idea to make a new tracking system, but it was uh, the very, very strong solution that we made based on our experience. Yeah, so it was basically a natural evolution that work you were already doing and a market emerged and you decided to pivot into that market, I guess. So So yeah, let's. Yeah. I'm gonna, you sent me a video. I'm going to play a video for people who aren't familiar with the product just mm -hmm. so you can get an idea of what it is we're talking about. And then I want to talk a little bit about, you know, Joe's asking about business models because I want to get into the business model because you guys are, you know, potentially gonna start a bit of an arms race. So let's get into the video. We desire to make VR more awesome. So we have developed a superior tracking system. Meet the Alt Anti-Latency Tracker. It's a tiny optical inertial tracking module with onboard image processing. We've achieved outstanding image stability, combining custom-designed lenses and a metallic housing. 
Sensor Fusion Approach helps us to update position twice every millisecond and achieve two milliseconds hardware latency. Each device passes hourly calibration on the CNC platform. ALT is an IMU-based tracker. We use optics for an initial guess and real-time IMU correction. Such an approach provides a high resistance to occlusion. Every tracker gets its position relative to an infrared layout. Thanks to the active markers, the tracking system works stably under different lighting conditions, from completely dark to sunlit rooms. The tracking area is very easy to scale for custom shapes and sizes. It's installed like a simple puzzle. Our system is multi-user by its nature. Each alt tracks its position independently, so you can use hundreds of them in one room. Install your own tracking zone in no more than 30 minutes and never think about support and calibration. Occlusion resistance helps in scenarios when you're surrounded by moving people. You can enlarge the tracking area with low-cost markers, so this approach is very cost-effective. High speed and high accuracy combined with a large area provides freedom and allows you to move fast and even run in VR. There is an infinite number of use cases for a general-purpose tracking solution. Instead of making a form factor suitable to everything, we designed a modular device. The sockets provide connectivity and adapt the device for specific applications. You can track your head, hands, objects, and even your whole body thanks to the HMD socket, tag, and bracer. The sockets can be combined into a radio network using a high-speed radio connection with a response time seven times faster than Bluetooth. Developers have access to our SDK with plugins for Unity, Unreal, and a native C++ API. Windows, Android, and even Linux platforms like Raspberry Pi are supported. We believe your imagination is unlimited and the range of applications for fast and accurate positioning systems is much wider than VR and it's difficult for a single company to cover all possible cases. So we made the design of the sockets open for developers. The open design allows embedding positional tracking in smart industry applications, in professional sport analytics, and even to track autonomous vehicles, robots, and drones. Available now on antilatency.com. So look, I just want to get into the, the details of the technology, but not the tech itself, like the application of the technology, right? So you, basically you lay out a floor and the floor has infrared emitters and that and they're emitting based on the placement of the emitters they create a pattern is that right yeah, yeah. so actually all the uh, markers all the emitters are the same so uh, there is no uh, uniqueness in one single uh, emitter but uh, when you put them uh, on the floor so they uh, create a unique layout so with the unique combination of such uh, uh, emitters yeah, uh, and the, the optical part of uh, our tracking system uh, uh, orientates itself uh, relative to such layout. Yeah, and so for those of you that aren't seeing this, what it is is if you think about the new, you know, the Windows Mixed Reality system, where you've seen the videos where people are taping out patterns on the floor and the wall. What anti-latency has done is just turned that into 
an infrared pattern so you can't see it and embedded those emitters in a foam floor that you'd buy at, you know, at a local home supply to, you know, to pad the kids' playroom like in the basement. And so it's totally modular and, and expandable. And then so how much of the real-time tracking is IMU, which is immersional measurement unit, or versus infrared? Like is it like because you said you're using the infrared for initial calibration. Is there a balance there that you could talk about? So we can even say that our tracking is uh, more inertial than optical. I mean that in real time, so we can achieve so uh, this uh, very high speed of the uh, IMU, and uh, we calibrate these uh, IMU models uh, in real time using optical data. One of the things I've experienced with a lot of IMU-based trackers is the initial calibration is really time-consuming and inconsistent, and oftentimes in IMU, purely IMU-based systems, and there's a couple of them out there that I've done, you know, you have to recalibrate two or three times before it works right. Once you calibrate it, it seems to be okay. What's the initial calibration like for one player? And then if you have 10 players going in, like, how does it happen? So actually, so uh, there is uh, no such uh, calibration process. Uh, so that means that... Uh, First of all, so you need to understand uh, where you are located. I mean, using uh, optical data, you can uh, get your uh, absolute position uh, very accurate and uh, very precisely. And uh, after that, so you can build the trajectory of your movement uh, using uh, IMU, uh, IMU data. So all this uh, changes in your position. But if we will use uh, the only initial data, uh, you know that uh, you will get uh, the a lot of drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We drift and uh, mistakes that will increase during time. But uh, we get uh, the absolute position based on opt optical data many times uh, per second, and uh, that means that uh, there is no. Uh, such mistake based on uh, IMU drift data. Yeah, okay. So you guys are basically, now you're not creating your own turnkey solution, right? You're, you know, making a, like, optical, they sell optical tracking systems to companies that want to build solutions in VR, mocap or whatever. So you guys are kind of like them, right? You're enabling companies to build turnkey solutions or whatever, but we'll keep in the location-based VR market for this discussion because that's where the audience is. So somebody who wants to build a free roam track, a game or, or product would come to you, license or buy the technology, create that whole system, and then they would sell it based on your technology, but you're not creating turnkey solutions. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah that's correct. And uh, you described this model uh, very good. So we do not uh, sell a turnkey solutions for the end customers. Uh, so we're a hardware vendor and uh, we provide uh, all the companies uh, who, who's going to create uh, uh, location-based entertainment, uh, uh, VR center, or who's building uh, VR training or any uh, VR solutions. So they need a uh, uh, tracking system because yeah. it's a basic technology for, the, uh, for VR. Yeah, so we provide for them our uh, solution to, to use in the applications. Yeah. So I want to I want to flip through some of the slides that you sent just to kind of talk about the different components, because there's a bunch of components to this. So this shows the infrared emitter that sits in the floor. And I saw when you were laying down the in the video, when you were laying down the foam pads, 
like this tape underneath it. I assume, is that just to supply power or is there data also coming through that? Uh, no data just for power to uh, get power to the emitters. Okay, cool. And so I remember you telling me the cost of the flooring system when we talked a year or so ago in LA. And I was just like, I had to ask somebody three times to make sure I was getting the price right because it was so ridiculously inexpensive. And so you've got a, I think most people in VR think of, you know, a hundred square meters and 200 square meters or a thousand square feet, 2000 square feet is the, the general size of tracking systems. So what's it cost to lay out the floor? We'll get to the other components in a minute and we'll build up what the, the stack looks like. What's it cost for a developer to buy the flooring system from you for, let's say, 100 square meters? Mm -hmm. So actually, we have a very uh, simple and very transparent uh, pricing model, for example, for the uh, tracking area. So this price is uh, $25 per square meter. So $25 per square meter for 100 square meters, you're talking about $2,500. Yeah. And that includes the foam it's the, like the flooring material itself? Yeah, so it includes uh, everything uh, uh, you need to, uh, for the tracking area. So, I mean, it's uh, in foam floor, uh, it's markers, it's all the strips that you saw in the video that yeah. uh, so for power in this emitter. So this price includes everything I mentioned. And how many emitters do you put, Joe, Pete's asking, how many sensors in the, or emitters in the floor in 100 square meters or square meter? Uh, so uh, actually, uh, it's uh, roughly it's something like uh, one emitter per uh, square meter. So okay. something like that. So, so it's, uh, square meters, you have about 100, 100 transmitters. Okay, cool. Yeah, because uh, it, uh, of course it depends, for example, if you have uh, many obstacles on the tracking area, like walls, uh, and um, uh, so you can, uh, so in these situations, uh, you may need more. Uh, emitters, but uh, if it's just a uh, warehouse, uh, so with the big area, and uh, uh, we put our markers, so it's, uh, it, on average, it's something like that. Like Got one it. And so when you, like, I'm really curious, because there's nothing like this on the market. And so when you ship this to a developer, do they decide where to place the markers, or does it come already embedded in the floor? Uh, no, so they are not uh, embedded. So uh, the developers will assemble this floor like a puzzle. But uh, we provide the software so where you can um, calculate and uh, create a uh, layout for your area. So you just gotcha. uh, put uh, the dimensions uh, of your uh, area, uh, like uh, so the length and the width of your area. And uh, so uh, the layout will be generated uh, automatically by our software. So our um, uh, algorithms will put uh, the, the markers uh, on the place where it creates a better layout. So, so you give them a tool to figure out where the best place to market is. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we provide it, uh, yeah. That's the end of part one of this interview. Please join us for parts two and three shortly. 